0: Welcome to Piano Rhapsody, an amateur's guide to classical piano. This is a podcast where you follow my journey as an amateur piano player, striving to reach the level of playing advanced pieces like Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, which is where the podcast gets its name. But that's going to take some time, so until then, every week we take a look at one of the pieces that I encounter along this road, exploring the history surrounding the work and the music within. The goal is that at the end of the episode, we all feel a little bit smarter and feel a little more appreciative of classical music, and then we can use this knowledge as foundation to build up to more complex works in the future. This is episode 9.2, the second and final episode in a brief series spotlighting the Jazz Age and a couple works by George Gershwin. Last week, we talked about The Great American Songbook and we talked about an excerpt from that songbook written by Gershwin called The Man I Love, a timeless jazz number that has been recorded by dozens of artists over the years. Today, we're going to look at another jazz standard originally written by Gershwin for a Broadway show, often called one of the greatest love songs in American theater, a song called Someone to Watch Over Me. Gershwin wrote Someone to Watch Over Me in 1926, for the musical, OK, and that's not OK as a response to a question. It's O, comma K, as in the woman's name. OK. Now that time it was in response to the question and not the woman's name, but uh, OK, we get the point. The song became the centerpiece, big hit from the show. It was staged as a solo for the lead actress. Gertrude Lawrence and she sang it to a rag doll which was actually Gershwin's idea. Gershwin bought a Raggedy Ann doll at a toy shop in Philadelphia and gave it to the actress to use as a prop because he thought it would give an air of vulnerability to the song. Well, it paid off the reviews were unanimous. Quote Pure magic Quote By all accounts mesmerizing. And quote, it would have wrung the withers of even the most hard-hearted of those present. The same doll was used in the entire original run of the show. I wonder where it is now. In a museum? Maybe a cast member took it as a keepsake. Eh, let's be honest. It's probably in the garbage. This song has a kind of interesting history and metamorphosis because the original version is not the same one that has been remembered across the years. Gershwin originally wrote the song as an upbeat, swinging jazz number. Here's a recording of Gershwin himself. But once it was decided to become a part of OK, Gershwin decided to slow things down and turn it into a sentimental ballad. This version sunk into the American subconscious, as many recordings of this song, starting with Lee Wiley in 1939, cemented the song as a torchy ballad, which is the version that has become standard. It actually has very similar thematic material to the song we discussed last week, The Man I Love. It's a longing, Sentimental plea by the singer to find someone to love. In the show, this is the moment where our heroine pours out her broken heart as the man she loves is engaged to another woman. In a personal moment of desperation and insecurity, she wonders if she'll ever find anybody to care for her. The lyrics of the classic refrain are, There's a somebody I'm longing to see. I hope that he turns out to be someone who'll watch over me. These lyrics were written once again by George's brother Ira, who wrote a majority of the lyrics for George's compositions, including this song. Or did he? There's actually slight controversy over who wrote these lyrics. During the writing phase of the show OK, Ira actually suffered from appendicitis and had to have his appendix removed. During the six weeks it took for him to recover, there was another composer named Howard Dietz who was working with George to write the music for OK. In Dietz's personal memoir, he claimed that he helped write the lyrics for this song, but he was not included in the final song credits. So I don't know who to believe here. Someone to Watch Over Me has also been recorded by a host of artists over the years, both male and female, including Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Chet Baker, Julie Andrews, Barbara Streisand, Ray Charles, Willie Nelson, Linda Ronstadt, Elton John, and in one of my favorite versions, Amy Winehouse, who brings a little bit of that swing spark that Gershwin originally intended. The song has also been prominently featured in numerous television shows like The West Wing, Alias, Star Trek, Friends, MASH, and The Simpsons, and also in several films, including Mr. Holland's Opus and accompanying that classic shot from Woody Allen's Manhattan where Woody Allen and Diane Keaton are sitting on the bench with the Queensboro Bridge in the background. You know, if you can get past the questionable subject matter of that film. That list is only the tip of this jazz iceberg, as over 1,800 recordings of the song have been published in the past century, almost all of them in the slow, torchy style. So let's break down this iconic jazz ballad. Trying to be faithful to Gershwin's original vision and the version that history has grown to love, I tried to play a bit of both worlds here. We open the song with a verse where I try to honor Gershwin's upbeat, playful, swinging vibe. This is the only verse we have in the whole song, so we're gonna call this our solitary A section. After the verse, we slow things down to the wistful and sentimental refrain, which is what the American Songbook is all about. We'll mark the chorus as part B in our musical form. You're probably familiar with the melody to this refrain, as it's not only beautiful, but it speaks to the heart of Americana music. It starts with a bass note, rapidly rises, and then gently falls back down. It seems so simple, but those chords on the rise are definitely not ripped from the pages of Bach or Mozart. It's bluesy jazz progression that marks this piece squarely within the 20th century. Let's just hear it again for good measure. From that sentimental chorus, we try to liven things up a bit, with the bridge that we'll denote as part C. This is a callback to the more upbeat verse, but more brief and fleeting. This part also has a lyric change, depending on whether it's sung by a woman or a man. The original lyrics are, Although he may not be the man some girls think of as handsome, To my heart he'll carry the key. And those change to, Although I may not be the man some girls think of as handsome, To her heart I'll carry the key. Otherwise, the lyrics to this song are pretty unisex. So this is the only glaring edit. After the bridge, the refrain makes a return, knowing that it's the true star of this song. The bridge also makes a return at this point, extending our musical form to A, B, C, B, C. And then, for the cherry on the cake, it's the third and final utterance of the refrain, adding an extra B section to top it off. Closing out a classic American theater ballad where a wistful woman sings to a raggedy hand doll. Because what's more American than that? So let's give The Great American Songbook another spin. Here's another jazz standard from George Gershwin called Someone to Watch Over Me. Well, it was a brief stay, but I'm glad we got to spend some time with Gershwin and the Jazz Age. Next week, we're going to fuel up our time machines with a bunch of hairspray and blast off to the 80s, where we're going to spend some time with the modern composer, Philip Glass. You can find the standalone recording of this song directly in the podcast feed. Check out Piano Rhapsody on SoundCloud for all of the tracks that we discuss on this podcast, plus more. You could find me on Twitter at Piano Rhapsody, or email me at PianoRhapsodyPodcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out with any questions or comments you may have. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast player and consider rating and reviewing. It's the easiest way to support the podcast and help it find new listeners. Speaking of, Thanks, as always, for your time and your ears, and I will talk to you next week, okay? Now, see, that time, it was not the woman's name. It was just answering the... Yeah, I think you get it by now, okay.